Overdose. Balancing media intake and cognitive output. What do you do first in the morning? Do you start scrolling on your phone? Do you read emails or news articles? Maybe you listen to the radio or a podcast. Many of us, myself included, wake up every morning and immediately catch a gaping mouthful from the rushing fire hose of media. None of the aforementioned activities are necessarily bad, per se, much less destructive, unproductive, etc. In fact, they may very well be quite a positive contribution to our day. Nonetheless, I cannot help but observe a chronic, overwhelming intake of information with no apparent output to show for it. I recently talked with a friend from church about this phenomenon of how so many young people are addicted to their electronic devices, or as some might call them, vices. All through the day, we can be found doom-scrolling, endlessly going through the newsfeed and eating up all the sports highlights, world events, political tensions, and dog pictures we can find before needing to snap back to reality. A survey from Common Sense Media published in 2015 showed 31% of teens spending 4 to 8 hours a day and 26% spending more than 8 hours a day in front of a screen. But what does all this avail? In all honesty, probably not much. The Withdrawal I cannot help but speculate that this constant addiction to stimulation has some role in contributing to the anxiety epidemic. We have largely in part become so accustomed to constant stimulation that we simply do not know what to do with ourselves without our screens and speakers. If you think that this does not apply to you, try going without any audio playing the next time you drive somewhere. I know from personal experience that this exercise can be difficult, and I am becoming of the opinion that this addiction is very unhealthy. I do not think that we should abandon all media and live as hermits off the grid, but there is some merit to unplugging once in a while. Our minds are a vacuum, and if we don't have things constantly being put in, we will fill it with something that we put out, and this is a necessary balance to achieve. The Rebound Effect Despite whatever good we may get from this unrelenting media intake, we really would do quite well to also exercise our output ability. What might we do with all this information? How might we exercise our minds for the betterment of ourselves and others around us? Mere knowledge without purpose is generally useless. Oddly enough, this is largely in part the exact reason that drove me to start this newsletter. I want to start using my brain. I can benefit greatly from the things I see, hear, and learn, but I can be a further benefit to myself, and hopefully others as well, by putting time and effort into applying that information. By striving to cultivate a rich writing style, I hope to become better able to think through issues in life and be able to clearly communicate my thoughts on those issues. Routes of Administration Our output is not only limited to writing. We can and should find a multitude of ways to productively use the information that we take in. For example, we can take the news headlines and use them as additional material for prayer. This alone is an easy way to reinforce our practice of regular prayer throughout the day, as there will never be a shortage of things to pray about. This also highlights the need for routine output as opposed to infrequent, sporadic output. Much like Newton's first law of motion, a brain at rest will often stay at rest, and a brain in motion will often stay in motion. You quite literally use it or lose it. If we want to think, then we need to start thinking, rather than only being thought at. Careful titration. 
As I draw to a close, I want to briefly clarify that I am in no way suggesting that we become machines that are go, go, go all the day long and idolize productivity. At the end of the day, this is all vanity. The preacher says in Ecclesiastes, Then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil that I had expended in doing it, and behold, all was vanity, and striving after the wind, and there was nothing to be gained under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, ESV. It is not so much what we do that matters, but rather the heart behind what we do. Even when we do good deeds, per se, these are not able to increase our standing before a holy God. See Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6. We are commanded not to be idle in this life. See 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. But whatever we do, we likewise must not forsake the reason that we do what we do. As the Apostle Paul writes, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, ESV. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work, for his good pleasure. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, ESV.